I think we could describe this as entering into a new phase. And they say we're going to have a national lockdown or a national quarantine. And I would just say that's absolutely false. It's not true. Time matters. Minutes count. It is how we respond to that challenge that's going to determine what the ultimate endpoint is going to be. We will save lives. Here is your coronavirus update for November 11th. I'm Jim Watkins. This report is brought to you by Siesta Key Vacations. Visit Florida. Paradise is waiting. Siesta Key, com. Two major vaccine announcements this week. We'll get to those first. Let's look at the global numbers and where we stand. Total cases since January now stands at 52 million cases recorded of coronavirus. What this means is that since January, 10 months ago, Health officials worldwide have detected 52 million cases of people with coronavirus. 97% of those cases were discharged without incident. At the present time, worldwide, there are 14.2 million active cases of coronavirus. Just over 95,000 people in the world are considered serious at this time. Deaths from COVID-related illness stands at 1.28 million worldwide. 35 million, or roughly 97%, have recovered globally. Let's look at the most hard-hit nations in terms of cases and deaths, and then we'll bring it closer to home and look at the U.S. numbers in comparison to what's happening around the world. As of this morning, the U.S. still leads in the total number of deaths and new cases. 1,350 recorded deaths on Tuesday. And we saw 135,700 new cases in one 24-hour period. That's a record. Meanwhile, elsewhere, France number two in terms of daily deaths from COVID. 900 people died on Tuesday in a 24-hour period in France. 22,000 new cases reported. France is the hotspot in in, in Europe. Italy recorded over 590 new deaths, 35,000 new cases. The UK, which entered level three lockdown amid protests this week, reported 532 deaths on Tuesday with 20,000 new cases. And India, which reported 511 deaths on Tuesday, also reported almost 45,000 new cases. Outside of the U.S., there are now 20 countries who have reported triple-digit deaths from COVID-related illness in the last 24 hours. Bearing in mind, in the Northern Hemisphere and with flu season, experts expected these numbers to climb. In a moment, we'll take a look at what's happening here at home. Want to learn how to save money on your health insurance and also save up to 30% with no deductibles? For you or your employees, find out more at NationwideHealthSolutions.com. That's NationwideHealthSolutions.com. With your coronavirus update, I'm Jim Watkins. Remember that all of these numbers are confirmed and available to you online at candidlyspeaking.net. Just look for the COVID-19 drop-down menu on the homepage at candidlyspeaking.net. Now, let's break down the numbers of the impact currently in the United States from coronavirus. 10.5 million people have contracted coronavirus over the last 10 months. 246,000 fatalities related to COVID-19. 6.6 million people have recovered. So which states are the most hard hit in terms of cases as well as deaths? Texas leads 123 deaths reported on Tuesday, 12,200 new cases. Michigan with uh, 84 deaths and just under 7,000 new cases. Illinois reported 82 deaths in one 24-hour period and 12,600 new cases. Florida reported 74 deaths related to COVID-19, 
just over 4,300 new cases reported on Tuesday, and Indiana reported 67 deaths and saw over 4,800 new cases reported in one 24-hour period. In context, as of today, the seventh-day average number of fatalities in the U.S. stands at 649. In context, our peak in April, there were about 2,200 deaths being reported every day. So we're down about 70% in terms of deaths. Now with the latest news on vaccines, the U.S. drug company Pfizer announced Monday of this week it had conducted third phase trials on its two-step vaccine with a 90% success rate with infected patients. Pfizer expects to roll out treatment to priority health care workers and patients most vulnerable by the end of the year. Meanwhile, Eli Lilly's CEO Dave Rick said that while he is, quote, pleased to hear about Pfizer's news, end quote, he does not think the announcement of a highly effective vaccine will replace the need for antibody treatments. Lilly's COVID-19 antibody treatment received an emergency use authorization from the FDA Monday night, and Rick says it is still important as a treatment for coronavirus. On Monday, Pfizer announced that its vaccine candidate was more than 90% effective in preventing COVID-19. Dr. Albert Bourla, CEO of Pfizer, said that the world can now see the light at the end of the tunnel. Health experts warn college students going home for the holidays they could be super spreaders and advise extreme caution. The Center for Disease Control has not issued specific guidelines for students journeying home for Thanksgiving, but has advised that, quote, travel increases your chance of getting and spreading COVID-19, end quote. The American College Health Association issued a brief recommending that all students get tested before they travel for Thanksgiving break and to quarantine for 14 days upon arrival. Those who test positive should not travel at all. According to the New York Times, there have been over 252,000 cases of COVID-19 on campus and 80 deaths of college students since the beginning of the pandemic. For continuing updates, follow us online at candidlyspeaking.net. Follow us on Twitter at COVID Podcaster. With your coronavirus update, I'm Jim Watkins.